Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. It's the original Firebrand District 1 Republican in the great state of Florida. It's Matt Gates. Matt, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, good to be back on with you, Joe. Uh, you know, I, I love having you on, and I've got a million things I want to talk to you about. In fact, I had a list of things I was going to talk to you about that I threw away because... Matt, there's a Chinese spy balloon floating over the United States of America, and the military doesn't think that we need to know anything about it, and we're not shooting it down. Please tell me from your perspective what the hell's going on with this Chinese spy balloon. Uh, This is an occurrence that we face with a China that is increasingly brazen. And I know this, there wouldn't be a Chinese spy balloon floating over America right now if Donald Trump was president because the Chinese always feared his unpredictability. Uh, You could have this spy balloon result in... Trump taking action very aggressively in the South China Sea, uh, reloading our torpedo capability in Japan, increasing our presence uh, throughout the the Philippines. And here, I think the result is largely a reaction to the four additional basing options that we did get in the Philippines. And so far, there's no indication that this thing is doing us harm. It's actually kind of a dumb balloon based on the assessments and the briefings that I've been able to get. And I'm not entirely sure I would deploy our capture capabilities. I think that we probably have the ability to capture this balloon intact. But if we were to do that, we would showcase that capability. The Chinese would learn from that. And if they're about to make a move on Taiwan, which many believe they are, uh, we might want to maintain those capabilities and not have them out on display. U.S. Representative uh, Matt Gates. so you think this could be them trying to see uh, if we're going to show our hand. But but having said that, as I think you know, I adopted my daughter Gia from China. I've been to China, and it takes a really long time to get to China. Did we not see this over the Pacific Ocean on the way over here? How is it that we waited till it was in the continental U.S. before we even acted like we knew, knew about it? That, and, and the reason why we didn't shoot it down, according to officials, as you know, is because we were afraid that it would, it would harm people on the ground. Well, I get that. Shoot it down over the Pacific. Why didn't we wait? Yeah, we're, we're seeing Fox News reporting right now that we actually knew for months that there was this planned uh, maneuverable balloon that was going to be put into the atmosphere. I found it interesting that in the briefing earlier today from the Pentagon, we got reports that there was a propulsion system that had actually changed course. And so we may have believed some time ago that the balloon was on one course okay. and certainly either either by force or function, uh, this thing changed course and it did not do so just as the result of some errant wind pattern, but as the result of uh, some human choice, some direction given to the balloon. And uh, that I think raises some questions as to when we had different options on the table. He does an amazing job on his podcast. It's called Firebrand. I mean, it's honestly a great show. Go and watch it every day. Whenever it's available, go and get it. All social media is at Rep Matt Gates, and it's G-A-E-T-Z. Um, uh, go and check him out there as well. Uh, one, one last thing in the balloon. Uh, Matt, what do you think would happen if we sent a, a spy balloon over China? Uh, well, I, I can't really speak to whether we do or don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to get me in any trouble here. But uh, we definitely have to keep our eye on what's going on over there. You know, what, I, what I will sort of say to draw a bow in the conversation, my colleague Mark, Mike Gallagher is going to be leading our select committee on confronting China on all fronts, including the economic front. And he believes that right now we may very well be in the kill zone yeah. where they could start kinetic, kinetic action 
against Taiwan. And so I think our response to this balloon, whether we shoot it down or don't, we certainly can't ever let it leave. Now that it's entered U.S. airspace, it ain't leaving. We got to find a way to ensure that uh, we capture or kill. But beyond that, I think we ought to increase our presence in the region so as to deter their further aggression against Taiwan. Because we're getting such a a small amount of information from anybody on the balloon. And thank you for enlightening us on on the thought process. Uh, People fear there may be an EMP can take out our electric grid. Anything like that uh, should we be worried about or not? Uh, The briefings that we've gotten so far indicate that there's not any military capability on the balloon uh, of that of that sort. It is uh, Matt Gates. Go and follow him right now at Rep Matt Gates everywhere and check out Firebrand, the podcast. Get the book as well. Um, let's get into the debt ceiling. Joe Biden has said unequivocally he's not bargaining. He's not He's not going to negotiate. That's it. Uh, also, he said if any piece of legislation gets to his desk, I will veto it in a very creepy way. Not really sure why he keeps doing that. But I, I don't know if you saw my post the other day on Twitter where I took, I did an entire segment of my show showing Chuck Schumer and John Kerry and, 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 uh, and Barack Obama and down the line. Everybody back in 2011 talking about how the Republicans had to negotiate. It's the only way to raise the debt ceiling. Well, why does Biden say that he doesn't have to, knowing that his own party said that you had to? No, it is always a negotiation on the debt limit when there is divided government. I've never voted to increase the debt limit because even during the Trump administration, I think Congress should have been bold enough to send spending cuts to President Trump's desk. And I believe he would have signed those spending cuts if they were rational, reasonable, and put us on a path to a balanced budget. Unfortunately, in Congress, both political parties have contributed to this $32 trillion debt, and it just can't keep going this way. So I don't believe that Republicans ought to enter this negotiation just talking about spending caps and, you know, charts and graphs. I think instead we ought to lay out a policy choice and we ought to make Joe Biden defend the indefensible. I am a big believer in work requirements. Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich in divided government negotiated welfare to work. And I don't think it's unreasonable to say that able-bodied people who are working age, who are not disabled, who are not seniors, should have to go to work if they want someone else to pay for their health care or their uh, benefits in uh, other forms like stamps. And if we did that, there's real savings on the front end. And then you actually get economic growth on the back end when you get people off the couch then you're able to help with some of the labor problems that we have at so many of our small businesses. You're able to get more business confidence, consumer confidence, investment confidence, and we would get back to the productive features of our economy that were roaring during the Trump presidency. And if Joe Biden won't do that, then what he's defending are the the couch potatoes over hardworking Americans. And that's a pretty bad strategy going into 2020. Three and 2024. Very intelligent what you just said. Um, you may or may not know as a TV news anchor in, in Michigan for eight years. And while there, John Engler was the governor, and he actually had a program that said, you've got to do a drug test before you can get any entitlements in this state. And it was very simple. If you have money for drugs, and if you have money to go out and do these things that you shouldn't be doing, why would I give you taxpayer money? Why is it so bold an idea today to say something similar? Go to work. You, you want some help? We want to help you. We want to bridge that gap, getting to you where you can be successful and independent. For some reason, though, the Democrats want them all to be dependent, don't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we had 100 Democrats just this past week in the Congress that couldn't vote to condemn socialism. So if you can't vote to condemn socialism, then you are accepting an economic model where the government is responsible to make mandatory payments to folks. And 
we've got too many Americans who are not achieving their potential because they have been entrapped by a lot of these government entitlement programs that, you know, in, in some ways we need as a social safety net, but they shouldn't be a hammock. And so rather than try to juxtapose Joe Biden against extreme MAGA Republicans, and I guess I'm the extreme MAGA Republican Joe Biden has warned you about, how about juxtapose Joe Biden to Bill Clinton? How about say, you know what, how come since you say you won't negotiate about anything, why won't you be at least as good faith a negotiator as Bill Clinton and work with us on some sort of plan that even could be met if people are willing to engage in volunteer service or job training, just something to get folks off the couch and into a mentality of productivity. And we are missing that. You know, the, the kitchen table issues for our small business owners all revolve around who's going to be doing what shift work. And, you know, the folks who work every day, folks who wear their name on their shirt, blue collar jobs, they should not have to be paying for their own health care and the health care of some 32-year-old who lives in his mom's basement yeah. and has just decided to not engage in, in a meaningful, constructive approach to our nation's economic success. And I don't think it makes us mean to say that. Like, we've had some liberal outlets attack me and say, oh, my gosh, Matt Gates thinks that poor people should have to go to work to get their health care. Yeah. I do. I, I can't even believe that's controversial. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It's a, a firebrand Matt Gates. Go and follow him right now at Rep Matt Gates everywhere. Follow his channel on uh, on Rumble as well. The podcast is amazing. You've been doing. You you have to have a, a hundred or so in the can now, right? Oh uh, yeah, I think we're, we're we've got. Uh, I don't know exactly how many we have, but we love doing the it's podcast. It's a lot. It's great too. I want to bring people behind the curtain a little bit in Washington, D.C. I want you to see exactly what decision makers are going through in real time. And what I can tell you, Joe, is that there are a lot of issues that still divide the 222 Republicans in Congress. But I do believe that we've got to have a 222-member strategy going into these debt limit negotiations because we know what the Democrats will do. They'll just say, raise the debt limit, no spending cuts. And while that's a hard position to defend, it is an easy position to explain. And too often Republicans get into macroeconomic theory instead of basic values and principles. And I'm trying to you know, work to encourage my colleagues to really, really put those policy choices on the front. Another one, I don't understand why in a time when we've got a $32 trillion debt, we give tax breaks to illegal aliens. Makes if we no just sense. eliminate the tax breaks to illegal aliens, it's $74 billion dollars. That, that is that is real savings during the budget window, and it would be a sign that we got the message from the voters about the border and about the magnets that draw people across illegally if we would embrace some of those policy choices. I had Rand Paul on the other day, Matt, and he said that if you cut 100 or $150 billion from the from the budget every year, you can actually balance the budget in four or five years. That's doable. I mean, just the 70-some-odd that you just talked about, illegal aliens should not be getting a dime from us, nothing from the taxpayers. But the argument from the other side, and you know this, is Matt Gates wants to take your Social Security and wants to take your Medicaid and Medicare. That's what he wants to do. He's mean. He doesn't want you to have the only, your money that you sent into the government. He doesn't think that you should have it back. And of course, that's untrue. But but what response do you give to that? Because a lot of people in America are busy and will believe what they hear. Well, I think that everyone has said that you know Social Security and Medicare are sacred cows in this debt limit negotiation. I accept that premise. But Medicaid doesn't get that same treatment. There's plenty of meat on the bone in Medicaid. There's a lot of fraud in Medicaid. And you know what? There are a lot of states participating in the Medicaid program who would like more flexibility to go and innovate around different ideas. And right. 
different strategies, but they can never get the federal government to agree. And the whole deal with Medicaid is if you're a state, you get rewarded by spending more, not less, because for every dollar you spend, you're getting a drawdown from the federal government. So we've got a system now that really rewards overutilization, fraud, waste, instead of rewarding good health outcomes. How, how about we actually tether funding on health care to whether or not we're making our people healthy? Wouldn't that be something? Actually reward success and then the best ideas would rise to the top in our great federal system. Now we've got a one-size-fits-all Medicaid program that really – I think drains our economy. It, it causes inflationary spending and we ought not treat Medicaid the same way we treat Medicare and social security. We should attack it with great uh, vigor of reform to make the program available for people who need it, who are truly needy and disabled. And we don't thin the soup in the Medicaid program with a bunch of people who could go to work and choose not to. It's just common sense, but when you use common sense, you get under attack. It is Matt Gates, District Run Republican, great state of Florida. I know that you don't have a ton of time. A couple of quick questions here. The weaponization of the DOJ is real. We've seen it. We've seen the disparity in how Trump was treated, how Biden is being treated when Trump had the right to have the documents. Biden never had the right to have the documents. We're seeing how Roger Stone had frogmen show up at, you know, at his front yard at 6 o'clock in the morning with CNN cameras rolling. We see how you're under attack constantly. We just heard before we started of this interview that Jim Jordan is is uh, subpoenaing or telling Christopher Ray he's got to go and speak in front of the Judiciary Committee. Are we on the way, Matt? Are we on the path to finally finding out how it got so politicized and stopping the DOJ, just making them enforce the law again? Well, we've got a special select committee to look at the weaponization of government across the entire apparatus of government. A lot of the problems we see at FBI and DOJ are in the forefront in the news, but I mean, there's a real deep state at the ATF. I mean, the United States Postal Service has a covert program that monitors people's political activity on. online. I mean, wow. it, it is crazy the number of lists that our government keeps of our fellow Americans. So we're going to look at this, you know, list creation, surveillance, uh, not even adhering to their own authorities and restraints uh, in this select subcommittee. And we do have a lot of questions for Christopher Ray, uh, but we're, don't think that's the only work that's going on. Just this past week, I was taking the deposition of a former senior FBI official who now works in the private sector regarding our concerns about like every single case in America getting upcoded by the FBI as domestic violent extremism so that they can use the veneer of national security to exact political revenge right. against people whose politics they don't like. That's what I'm really concerned about. I, I think that we've got to come up with legislative fixes here, too. A hearing where we yell at Christopher Ray and expose some of their misconduct is not an end unto itself. Yeah. We've actually got to use the power of the purse and defund and defang and get rid of the authorizations for some of the entities that have done the greatest harm to our civil rights and our liberties and our fellow Americans. Amazing American, uh, firebrand himself. It's uh, District 1 Republican, great state of Florida, uh, Florida, Matt Gates. Matt, one last question, and I'm not going to get into specifics because they're, they're always stupid and sordid and sick, but you've been under attack since day one because you love America, you want people to be independent, you want freedom and liberty to, to shine, and you want overblown central government not to do what it does, but you are under attack every single day with the dumbest accusations I've ever heard. How have you changed your mindset from the first time it happened? Because I think that you're reactionary kind of like I am. When somebody attacks me, I hit back. Um, but after a while, you just have to see how dumb these things are. Have you, have you sort of found a moderate way to, to deal with them and maybe just blow them off? Because, again, they're always fruitless, but they keep on doing it. 
yeah, I, I remain focused on the mission. And I encourage my colleagues who come under attack from unfair media criticisms and, and the like to say, look, don't ever let the process be the punishment. Yes. We have a job to do here. And every day there is a righteous fight for us to take up on behalf of the American people. And if you lose focus on that objective and you get into all this stuff, it's like you get treed by chihuahuas. So we always say, don't get treed by the chihuahuas. Stay focused on the main mission and on the rights of our fellow Americans that need to be vindicated. And look, the people put us in power in the House of Representatives to be a check on this Biden government. That is very important work to do. I'm excited uh, to really get after it here, and uh, hopefully it'll yield some legislative results. And we're going to have to flex on the power of the purse. That's the only way to get the administrative state under control. I'm so glad you said that, because that's exactly what they're trying to do, knock you off your path. And it hasn't worked, and, and I love the fact that you're doing that for us. Again, he's the guy who's looking out for your freedoms and liberties. It's uh, District 1 Republican, great state of Florida, Matt Gates. Go to Rep. Matt Gates everywhere. Check out Firebrand as well. Matt, thanks a million. Let's do it again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Congressman Matt Gates coming on. Great information, as always. We'll have him back soon. We'll have Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott next hour. Let me tell you about uh, Eden Pure. They're the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. It uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 265,000 already sold, you know it works. Any smell is going to vanish after just a few minutes, a few seconds, I should say, of the thunderstorm being on. It leaves the, that very fresh and clean scent. As if a thunderstorm just came through town, you know what that smells like. You're going to have that instead of that cigarette smoke or dirty diaper smell. So go ahead and get yourself some of these. Three of them right now are on sale. You know, they send out, the thunderstorm sends out the O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. So start enjoying your home again by going to EdenPureDeals.com. You can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. For the entire home, three units under $200. Again, put them anywhere you need them. EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Save $200 right now. EdenPureDeals.com, and the code is P-A-G-S. Shipping is also free. Get this deal and get it right now. Yes, we're going to continue on that Chinese spy balloon because it's just that stupid a story that our government's doing nothing. A Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Atticott next hour as well. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show.